Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Look out, Kevin's going to perform mashed potato. Mashed potato, mashed potato. <laughs> mashed potato, mashed potato. Oh, thank Fortunately, you. I make better mashed potato than I sing mashed potato. That is true because you use a potato ricer. Yes, I do. When I when I discovered one of those, I thought, oh, whoop-de-doo, where's this been all my life when I've had those things, you know. Changed your life. Oh, it did change my mashed potato life. Got I a wiggly, jiggly sort of show We do, today. we do. Get in touch with your inner child and, and yes. burst out of it because oh. the red wiggle. Katarina Metair is uh, is with us. Um, just uh, the well, I guess the most recent of the uh, the Wiggles mm. uh, recruits, uh, but been with them for a long, long time behind the scenes, and has now uh, taken on the uh, the yes. the red jumper. Well, Twenty years with yeah. uh, you know they're they're absolute rock stars, and as oh. we talk about in this interview, you know we we reflect on the the fact that they are they are a global phenomenon. The Wiggles. Yep. There isn't so there isn't a parent or a child, a parent or a grandparent who hasn't yeah. sat uh, and at a Wiggles either watching Wiggles on television or mm. at least a video clip or something on YouTube or you know been to a show. Mm. Um, the shows are unbelievable. They are. The shows are unbelievable. <laughs> they are fantastic. Uh, and uh, looking forward to chatting to Katarina about her experience behind the scenes. And in front of the scenes. And I think we should get a bit saucy this week, Kevin. Mashed potato, mashed potato. A bit of sauce with your mashed potato. Absolutely. Will it be tomato or will it be barbecue? That is the burning question. <laughs> it's a sixty-four thousand dollar question. And you actually got also got into when it was put up on Facebook. Mm. Got into the very very murky uh, territory of brands oh. because you put Master Foods up. Well, I was just going for any old sauce. Well, bottle. Master Foods are the one that we traditionally buy, but mm. uh, tomato sauce. There are some. Uh, some mm. people were, were pushing up the Rosella. Heinz has a very big thing. Yes, but, but there is there is one little thing that will come up in the food poll that I think needs to be discussed in more length, <laughs> and we will do it when we get to the food poll. Not about either of the uh, which which mm. uh, sauce, whether it's barbecue or whether it's tomato, but it's something that I think is inherently wrong oh. with the way we we go about some things with food that I want to I want to oh, touch on. I'm there intrigued. you go. Oh, I'm get ready. The food poll is coming up, but first. The Red Wiggle. Mashed potato, mashed potato. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Katarina, it's lovely to have you along. You are a multi-talented uh, performer, but just um, how skillful are you in the kitchen? Well, to be honest with you, um, I'm not the greatest um, chef, I might say. <laughs> I think what it is is I'm very boring and plain with my food. Like, I just like things simple, a uh, bit of salt, bit of pepper. I'm not very adventurous, like with herbs and spices. Mm. So I feel like I'm, I'm quite boring in that side of things. But I do love baking. I've got ah, a bit of a little So I like it. to focus my attention on um, the sweet. The food, I guess. Oh, so all the hello! Yes. You got yes. me. All right. Well, yes. then, what what do you what do you like to cook up? What do you like to to bake? I look. I'm a bit of a Nutella fan. <laughs> I love anything that has Nutella in it. So I'll make like cupcakes or cookies or a cake, and try to incorporate Nutella into the cake somehow. I <laughs> it doesn't love always it. work, <laughs> but I try my best to uh, to include it in my cooking. And baking's a bit of an exact science, isn't it? I mean, you have to measure everything quite carefully to make sure it all uh, turns out in the end. Yes, and if you don't, that's when it's 
becomes a disaster and things are burnt and nothing's risen. So, um, yeah, you really do need to pay attention what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm a bit of a, like, to taste things as I go and then I get a bit um, impatient and want to try a cookie before it's ready, that type of thing, and then end up burning half my mouth while in the process. <laughs> but, um, no, I do, I do have a sweet tooth, so I'm guilty of that. <laughs> Speaking of burning things, I gather you must burn a lot of energy in your yep. in your current role. Does that mean that you can uh, eat more than the average person, or pretty much eat whatever you like? Ah, oh, I I do like to think that. But I don't know <laughs> if it's true, <laughs> but yeah, we, the shows are so energetic. It's, it's you just have so much fun, and you just because you're having fun, you even put more into it. You know, when you're just enjoying it so much. Mm. So we're so lucky in our shows that. Um, it is high energy, but yeah, and I guess we can eat a bit more, hopefully. Katarina, you've been you've been involved with the Wiggles now for a long time as choreographer. When when the yeah. opportunity to become the Red Wiggle came up, how how did yeah. that happen, and and how did you feel when it when it happened? I guess I was just in shock initially because you never think that opportunity is going to happen, or you're not expecting it. Like I was just honestly happy doing anything at the Wiggles. I love being here and I guess being here for 20 years shows. Um, I just love what I do. I'm happy to, you know, wear a dinosaur costume or a octopus costume, whatever. Like I just love being a part of it. But when I was asked to be a Wiggle, I thought, wow, this is incredible. And it's sort of almost like a pinch yourself moment that this actually happened. So it's um it's a real feeling, but it's it's wonderful. I really really love it. I mean, the, the Wiggles are just such a global phenomenon, oh, and I I can't even imagine when you're up there on stage, um the, the the feedback from the audience, the love they bestow upon you. I mean, I imagine it never gets old. Oh, it's so beautiful, and Anthony always says we have the best audience in the world, and we truly do because. The children and the parents and the carers, they're all there to enjoy themselves and have fun. Like that's their main reason that they're there and they love the music and watching. So nobody's ever there like with their arms crossed hating it. <laughs> like it's always an enjoyable experience for people. So um, and we just we are so lucky and we're about to start a tour in March um, called Hello, We're the Wiggles and we're travelling all around Australia. So we start in Sydney and move on to um, South Australia, Queensland, Victoria, and just keep on going. So, Katarina, were you only offered the red wiggle or did you have your choice of colours? <laughs> well, I was only offered the red wiggle, but I, red is my favourite colour. So I was quite lucky in that way. <laughs> no, I, I do love all colours, but no, it was just the reds. And um, uh, I think, I feel like I'm a red wiggle. That's that yep. suits me best. <laughs> so what's the what's the dynamic of the red wiggle? If you were to explain the difference between the you know the colours and and what the red wiggle brings to the table, what do you bring to the table <laughs> apart from baking goodies? Ooh, yes, that's that's a good question. Um, I think I bring a lot of um, bubbly personality and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think I bring my dance skills and stage presence, and I guess. Um, yeah, just wiggling, I guess. I'm not really sure. <laughs> a bit of everything. Um, is, that yeah. what you, is that what you can put on your tax return now where it says occupation, just go wiggling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Wait, I'll try that. I'll see how I go. See if it works this year for you. 
Hey, um, Katarina, you, uh, your heritage is, is Italian. Give us a bit of an insight yeah. um, into your your childhood and growing up and what kind of food was on the table. Well, yeah, I'm. both my parents were born in Italy and they came out here in the 60s. Um, so a lot of our food was Italian. Actually, let's say 99% of it was <laughs> Italian until we got takeout or something. So there was always pasta and um, Italians have uh, a, like a chicken schnitzel thing that's called gozzoletti. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like a, With a it's pretty much veal. Like, Is it veal? It's, yeah, so it could be chicken or veal. So we'd have that, but predominantly pasta, um, odantini, which is like a rice um, ball type of thing, which yeah. is filled with like peas or meats and vegetables. Mm. Uh, pizza, obviously. And um, at, we did drink a lot of coffee too, even as children. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of in our culture. Yeah. Like, it's like, I know um, for some people that are like, never give a child coffee but for us it was just a regular drink <laughs> I still remember coming home from school and mum would have a latte for us with teddy bear biscuits and that was like our afternoon snack and that was before latte was even a popular thing to do <laughs> that was just our regular after school snack I think oh, so lovely. Oh, yeah I know so lucky like I was like that's what we had though are you so still a coffee drinker Katarina oh yes big time um I have a lot of coffee. I usually have espresso. That's my go-to. But I've just been introduced to oat milk, oh. which I was like, oh, I wonder what that's like. So now I've been having an oat piccolo every now and again, <laughs> which is going down a treat. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty much that, five coffees a day. That actually sounds least. like a wiggle song, oat piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> In between fruit salad and mashed potato, we have the oat piccolo. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, no, I do love my coffee. And you're uh, you're Melbourne born and bred. Um, it's a wonderful city. I mean, we do love our coffee in Melbourne too, don't we? Oh yeah, and there's so many options. I live near Ligon Street, oh. um, so there's so many cafes and coffee shops to try. And I've got a, a dog, and so every time we go for a walk, I'm like, oh, which coffee shop should I try today? So I basically just try every one that I pass. Would you um? Would you have an an instant if that was all that was on offer? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sometimes <laughs> yeah. No, if it it has to be any coffee, I'll be I'm happy. Um, sometimes when we're playing in in towns that you know they they're not big towns, so there's no cafe or anything like that, and they'll have like Nescafe or Macona on in the kitchen, and I I will go for that. I just have to have coffee. <laughs> That's one of the challenges of being on the road, isn't it, Katarina? And and we ask um, our other um, musician uh, entertainment type guests this same question about uh, how challenging it is to, to make healthy choices when you're on the road. It is quite challenging. <laughs> Lucky for us that um, we have like an amazing support, our crew, and they will go out and organise catering and stuff for us and they always bring back what we've asked or things that we like. So and a lot of the time in towns where there isn't cafes or restaurants, there's always a supermarket and the supermarkets are so great. You can pick up a, a salad there or a, a rice dish. So there's lots of options um, and like even some avocado and smacking it up with some feta cheese and putting it on some bread or in a roll. So there's, there's I think we're so lucky in Australia that we've got so many fresh fruits and veggies and 
options for us. Yeah. I found it hard in um, the US to find similar um, healthy food like that. Except they've got a huge supermarket in America called Whole Foods, mm-hmm. um, and that's sort of our go-to when we're there because that's where you can get all your healthier alternative foods, I guess. I tell you what is challenging in when you're in America is finding nice coffee. Oh yeah. Yes. Lucky for us, we actually travel with a coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an espresso machine. Oh yes. I love Nespresso. You can't go wrong with a press button, it's done perfectly. So we have a we have a coffee machine on the road, so we're we're pretty lucky. So it's we just we, we just run out of coffee pods. We've discovered the big dark secret behind the Wiggles. It's the big red car and the big black coffee machine. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's what keeps you going. No, it's it's per- perfectly perfectly normal uh, operation. Yeah. Hey, this uh, this tour you're doing, uh, you start uh, with New South Wales and Queensland and then it, uh, by the end of the year, you're once again, as you just mentioned, going to be uh, going overseas. That's the amazing thing about the Wiggles is that overseas success. It's it's such a universal um I guess product that we've we've uh, given to the world. Yeah, it's incredible. It's because I've I've been here for twenty years. I've seen like the success when the Wiggles were huge in America, and you'd see like people walking past, you know, Murray or Greg or Anthony or Jeff, and recognising them, and you just it, it was so surreal mm. um, to see that happen. And now um, in Canada, when we go there, you can see that people react to the wiggles and they see us in the street and it's really lovely it's you just it just it feels really nice to be a part of it um but yeah the wiggles just make so many people happy and i think that's the main thing everyone like there's always a big smile on you when people meet you it's it's never a they're never sad to meet the wiggles generally (laughs) sometimes children are a bit um I guess when their parents are like, come on, go say hello to so-and-so. But generally it's a happy experience. I think they just get nervous yeah. when they're, they're actually real. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to be honest, you, you've you attained rock star status, haven't you? Oh, we we don't see this that way, but it's <laughs> nice to be sort of like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's still like, I think to us, we get um, amazed when rock stars come to our show and watch. I'm like, is that actually here to see this? You know? I still remember years ago, um, Sarah Jessica Parker was in the front row in New York. We were all freaking out. She's here and she was, it was when you had a regular camera, it wasn't a phone. I was like, she's taking photos? We're going to be taking photos? Like, it was like, she's going to develop them, we're going to be there. So things like that is just, you know, and we had like Shaquille O'Neal come backstage and he like knew us, and that was when I was a dancer. But he still like loved the whole group, you know. Mm. What I mean? So it's really lovely. That is wonderful. And I guess, as you said, being um, part of the whole uh, Wiggles um, phenomenon for for twenty years, Katarina, I imagine you've you've made some some uh, strong friendships and, and connections along the way. Yeah, I've made some beautiful friends, and it feels. Like like a family here, a second family, mm. um, because everybody loves what they do and we're all in it because we enjoy it. And I think that's so important when you're in a group. Um, there's no egos. It's all like a teamwork and it, it's quite lovely. And just, yeah, I've been friends with, you know, Murray, Greg, Jeff, 
Anthony and um, Paul Paddock who plays Captain Feathersword for like 20 years and they're just, it's, it's a lovely friendship to have. Mm-hmm. So, lovely. Now, that, now that you're rubbing shoulders with the, uh, you know, the elite and famous of the world, if you were to have a dinner party, the Red Wiggles Ooh. hosting a dinner party and okay. uh, you, yep. can, you can invite anyone, anyone. Okay, yep. My number one is Oprah. Oh, okay. I love Oprah. Yep. I'm bringing Oprah. Fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's number one. Um, now, can I include people that have passed away? Absolutely, Absolutely. you can. I will bring Elvis Presley. Oh, for fabulous. Just for everything. And I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan, so I'm bringing Dolly Parton as well. <laughs> They're oh, probably my top three. You've got your entertainment sorted out for a start to I get do, Dolly and, and Elvis to perform. And that's right, and I feel like, with Oprah, there'll be lots of great conversations happening, <laughs> and hopefully some good food as well. I'm tipping you're going to need an awful lot of Nutella. Absolutely, I will. Uh, there'll be those giant jars. Have you seen those really big jars of yes. Nutella? That you yes, there'll be a few of those needed. <laughs> the Nutella is that is that something you would have outside of baking, like on your toast and that sort of thing? You you real Nutella I... addict. I am an addict, I will admit. Like, I will just eat it straight out of the jar with a spoon. Like, yeah. that's my dessert. Yeah. Like, we used to people get, have a block of pop. We used to I get it in our um, school uh, canteen. We used to have little uh, sachets of uh, Nutella for sale at oh, lunchtime, which we'd all sit around the, the quadrangle <laughs> with a little um, – they gave us a little plastic spoon and we, um, we ate Nutella for lunch. And, um, you know, oh, we were fully convinced wonderful. it was really healthy because they used to promote the, you know, all the goodness of hazelnuts and all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's lucky. We didn't get anything like that in our school canteen. <laughs> it was like, I think the, the thing that had the most sugar was a frosty fruit. Yeah, so oh, that yeah. Was, yeah, they were lovely though. Very good. Well, listen. Best of luck with the tour uh, starting uh, in uh, in March uh, with the yeah. with, with the Wiggles and uh, and off you go overseas and uh, taking this wonderful, uh, fabulous experience uh, to to kids all over the world and to kids and their parents and everyone all over the world. No, it's fantastic. Congratulations on being the Red Wiggle and thank you so much for being on our program. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Kevin. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Sensational to have one of the biggest stars in the country, one of the biggest bands. You talk about yes. the Little River Band, Men at Work, <laughs> um, the Seekers. I'm sorry. You know the biggest international uh, band that we've ever had? The Wiggles. The Wiggles. 190 countries, millions and millions of albums worldwide. What a wonderful, exuberant personality is Katarina. Oh, a lovely. lovely guest to have. Lovely. How delightful. Uh, so uh, thank you very much to Katarina for being on our program. Right, now let's oh. get let's go from the Red Wiggle. To- Fair suck of the sauce bottle, Kevin. <laughs> Was it Kevin Rudd who said that? Was Kevin who said that? <laughs> I think he got the wrong end of the sauce bottle with that, didn't he? <laughs> he spent a Wasn't career getting the wrong end the of the sauce bottle. Yes. <laughs> but we are, we are for the, uh, the food poll this week. We are pitting uh, the good old tomato sauce up against barbecue sauce. All right. And I mentioned there is a controversial aspect of this that I want to get to, and it's not anything to do with the taste of either of the two products. We'll start with our good mate, Cherie Dodson. Yes, let's do that. And she says, it depends on my mood and what I'm having, but usually it's tomato. Lena Masidi just puts a tomato emoji up. (laughs) Nice little red tomato. Yeah, there was a lot of those. 
Artie says, I love tomato sauce, but unlike my brother-in-law, not on everything. Sounds like our son. That. Yes, some people. <laughs> for some people, uh, tomato sauce is actually a food group. But Artie goes on to say, I'm also a fan of HP sauce. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, as it is a constant from my childhood, barbecue sauce is of zero interest. Mm, uh, Rebecca Kane says, both have their place in this world. Glenn Driscoll says, both. Jimmy Wilson says, tomato almost always, but I'm actually moving towards <laughs> mustard above them all. Jimmy, I'm with you. I love how Jimmy puts his own option yeah, in does. Uh, Silvana says tomato on a pie and sausage. Oh, yeah. But um, it's barbecue sauce for a steak. There you go. Sue Landry says barbecue 60%, tomato 40%. She done the poll. <laughs> I've been made redundant by the end of There's, page one of the poll. sometimes both. And sometimes both. Terry Daniel Always head for the barbecue sauce, but I like both. Barbecue is best on steaks, snags and chops. Mm-hmm. And tomato sauce is best on frankfurts, oh, or as my mother used to call them, saveloys. <laughs> or as everyone calls them, little boys. With mustard and, of course, tomato sauce with hot chips. No, nah, see, I'm, I'm not vinegar I'm not for, on Yeah, I'm not for that. Uh, I've got a new sensation for my chips. Oh, no. uh, Jane Barnes says, I love tomato sauce. <laughs> I hate to think. Uh, KB says it depends on what you're eating. Old Crokey says, look, definitely tomato sauce, so much more versatile and just tastes better, but barbecue on burgers, yes, but not on pies. Kerry says homemade tomato sauce. Michelle says only homemade and only have it on chips. Mm, okay. Rachel says both at different times. Julie says barbecue. Davin, if I was to choose one over the other. Well, that's the idea of the poll, Davin. I, <laughs> I would choose barbecue. Oh, good. However, it does depend on what the sauce is sitting on. Tomato sauce on a pie, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Tina says tomato. Karen Young says tomato on a pie. Other than that, I only use homemade sauce. Lydia says tomato sauce, but only with sausages and pies. Putting it on anything else is a crime against food. (laughs) Oh, barbecue, horrible, horrible, brown muck. Oh. Hope says tomato all the way. Guy Roll says tomato. Miss Sandy Crack, tomato sauce, and although not polled, it should never be ketchup. I agree, it's sauce. Digital man finishes us off and says... Why not both? Now, Sandy Crack brought up the point I want to make. Don't call tomato sauce ketchup. Ketchup, it's not. There is Heinz, I think it's Heinz. Yes. Make a ketchup. Yeah. And it is a far thicker consistency. Mm. Um, and it is it is more like what you get when you go to America yep. with the ketchup. Yeah. Do, but don't don't be sitting in a restaurant and say, oh, can you, uh, and I'll have some ketchup. Don't be doing that. No, sauce is sauce. Nappies are nappies. They're not diapers. Correct. And uh, rubbish is rubbish. It's not trash. Exactly my point. Aluminium I, is aluminium. It's not aluminium. Exactly. Herbs are not herbs. Exactly my point. We made four bits <laughs> I back. could keep going. Yeah, no. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is if you keep doing that, I'll start singing mashed potato again. No, we, no, no <laughs> one wants nobody that. nobody wants that. No, I, I really do think we've got to, yeah. keep, got to keep calling it tomato sauce. That, uh, that Americanisation of a lot of words, that's one that shouldn't be touched. Yes. So tomato sauce wins the day. Yeah, it did actually. Mm. Um, I, my personal, uh, I think a, a really good pie doesn't need tomato mm. sauce uh, because you're just hiding the hiding the. Mm. Flavor. I love tomato sauce on a, a sausage roll, but a good sausage roll doesn't need it. Uh, you, you've got to dip your little boys in your Absolutely. tomato sauce. You do. You can't eat them without it. <laughs> no. no, you can't. No, you just can't. They're just. They're, they're, ugh. 
I went, I, uh, mm. <laughs> I mean, really? That's right. Tell me how you really <laughs> feel. <laughs> well, no, you, you can't eat them without the tomato sauce on them, and I don't. Mm. And, and I don't even mind if you double dip. I've actually known, been known to dip little boys in uh, mayonnaise before. Nah, 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 yeah. not mayonnaise. No, no, no. HP sauce is also very nice mm. in its place, and barbecue sauce. I must admit, I love barbecue sauce and mustard now on my burgers. I don't have any tomato sauce on my burgers yep. anymore. Yeah, maybe so, we'll do a battle of the uh, the mustards. Coming up, Ooh. like a seeded versus a hot English oh, mustard or a Dijon. A, a Dijon, yeah, Dijon's very nice. The seeded ones now are really good. Mm. The hot English is is one that you you have to be in the mood for hot English. Mm. I love hot English on steak mm. and corned beef. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. well, I put uh, I put Dijon mustard in the cauliflower cheese yeah, that I make good. to go with the corned. Yeah, beef. it's very good, very good. Okay. Uh, we could talk about all those oh. condiments forever and a day, but that is Food Bites. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks to Katarina the Red Thank Wiggle you. for being on the program. Plenty more coming up. Uh, eat healthy and hearty. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Oh, fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate.